Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. Welcome to another episode of Six Foot Plus. It's a spotlight on music that's weird, odd, or just generally creepy. Horror punk, psychobilly, surf rock, punk rock, even new wave. Hey, we play whatever weird little thing we happen to dig up. If you want to connect to Six Foot Plus and myself, maybe you want to let me know that you're listening to this right now. Connect to us via social media, facebook.com slash sixfootplus, at sixfootpluspodcast on Instagram, and on Twitter, it's at six foot plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. You can even do email if you're shy. Contact at sixfootplus.com. Hello, dear listener. This is Jason, stranger otherwise, your curator of this program. We don't have a lot of rules for six foot plus, but we do have some, a few. We don't play the cramps. We don't play the misfits, both out of respect. And we try not to play a song more than once, but with Six Foot Plus coming up to three years of being online, that's a rule that's going to get bent a little bit more. Not outright broken, but bent here and there for certain occasions, like today. It was the second time we played the song opening this show, Devo by the Groovy Ghoulies. Bob Two, AKA Bob Casal, passed away on Monday, guitarist for Devo. It was due to heart failure, at the relatively young age of 61. I think the first time we played that Groovy Ghoulie song was in memorial to Devo drummer Alan Myers, who passed away last June. So in tribute to Bob's passing, we have music from bands covering Devo to bands who are clearly influenced by Devo, all on this episode. We even have Devo here, in disguise. We have music from Big Business, The Mummies, The Independents, and more. Monster Matt Patterson goes hitchhiking on a human highway but winds up in a dead end on the Monster Mat Minute. And we see if we can get some satisfaction for this uncontrollable urge by talking six things about the upcoming release from Zombina and the Skeletones, Charnel House Rock. So dear listener, Valentine's Day was last Friday. Hopefully, and if this is the way that you swing, you found the girl of your dreams, or perhaps nightmares. If you don't know who or what you're looking for, we have the Dead Vampires here with their rendition of a classic Devo song. Here now, Ghoul You Want.
This is Mitch Markowitz at Fear Fest 2013. I'm here representing the hilarious House of Frankenstein. I was the associate producer, head writer, and super hippie. Also, the last will and testament of Rosalind Lee. My part on that was key, and my expression in the film was close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. You're listening to Six Foot Plus. Everybody should be.
Sweet Bougie Boy. I do love that cover. That was Miniature Colossal Men's version of Gates of Steel. You also heard the synth punk band The Blood Types. They live. The Blood Types are headed overseas in March for what I think is their very first European tour. If you happen to be in Europe, well, look around. See if the Blood Types are visiting your town or your country. If they are, go out and see them. They're very cool. Now, for those of us who didn't know him personally, the tragedy of Bob Casal's passing is that it's about 20 to 30 years way too early. Granted, there are parts of the world where dying at 61 is a fine age to go. And Bob's life and his influence is greater than a lot of those who have and those who will continue to outlive him. Still, 61, far too young. Even if Devo never toured again, it's sad to think of the music we won't get out of Bob Cassell, and I mean, even if Devo continues to tour, it's sad to think of the music we will not get out of Bob. That potential is now dashed upon the rocks, and it's further evidence for all of us to make use of all the time that we have, to do what we can, creative and otherwise, because we never know how long we're going to last. That's a bit somber. Let's lighten things up a bit with Demented Argo. Now this cover of Mongoloid was initially played on our covers episode shortly after last Halloween. But that was a live version. This is from the album Tangenital Madness, released by Demented Argo. So technically, we're not playing the same song twice, but uh, it's still kind of bending the rules. So let us go bend some more rules for Bob. <laughs>
that voodoo to turn your drab style into something supernatural? The twin power of VoodooSugar.com will put the magic back into your step. Pins, buttons, bags of all shapes and sizes, tees, stickers, magnets, and more. High quality, low prices. That's that's for one. one. VoodooSugar.com. Cool swag for the living and living dead. Independence and their new album will be out soon. You heard a pairing of two covers, Gut Feeling and Slap Your Mammy. That's off an out-of-print Devo covers album, Mashin' Potatoes. You can find copies of it on Amazon going for about $30, which is three times more than what any sensible human should pay for a CD, used or otherwise. But sensibility doesn't always apply in the realm of Devo. Or that's what the band was about, the de-evolutionary practices of modern society, giving up such byproducts as high fructose corn syrup, the Snuggie, and of course, the Monster Mat Minute. Good morning, maniacs! <laughs> yes, that's right. It is I, your fiend, yours truly, Monster Mat Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes hailing all the way from Atalania. Hey, yo! And a hey to you, way back in the corner of the tomb over there. Maniacs, this past Friday was the third annual Vampires Charity Masquerade Ball. And it was quite an affair. A few hundred people came through the doors dressed as various vampires and such. And it was put on by... Terror Technologies and Greg Henneman and Renata Dean and their uh, ghastly crew of zombies and uh, workers and everything. They put on one hell of a shindig. It was a real blast. And um, 
I was so thrilled to be a part of that and do good, you know. All the proceeds were for charity, and uh, I'm sure it helped out. Now, the Terror Technology crew is always doing something for various charities around Western New York and the region, and um, I just have to tip my hat to them and their efforts. Every single one of them knocks it out of the park. They are always involved in the community, raising money and awareness for absolutely every conceivable charity that's out there, and um, they do such a good job and are so entertaining as zombies and other things and just a wonderful part of the community and so glad to be a part of their uh, family uh extended family let's say and um yeah it was a real blast i had a chance to meet and greet a bunch of maniacs and uh told a bunch of jokes uh bent a few ears and still live to tell the tale <laughs> Now, um, that was a real treat. Now, this weekend, I am off to a collectible slash comic book show in Buffalo, New York. And that is going to be a fun affair as well. And then, topping off the month, will be me teaching a seminar at the Canadian National Hunters Conference and Convention. Now that is going to be a real superb blasteroo because that is where I get to meet and greet a bunch of maniacs there, Canadian ones. Hmm. And um, we are going to brainstorm some radio funny horror comedy stuff for you and it will be exclusive to this program here six foot plus so we will see what we uh, can do up there that i will report on next week um in more depth and again i can't wait for that i can't wait for this weekend it's a lot of great stuff happening oh and i i i, I oh, 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 oh i forgot i was on tomb tv yes episode 32 tomb dragomir is indeed a friend of six foot plus and mine and i got to meet the bugger in person last year and uh we had a real blast and you can see a portion of our uh encounter on Tomb TV 32, and it also has George Mihalka uh, from My Bloody Valentine, the director of that wonderful film. And did you know there is a connection, Maniacs? Uh, George Mihalka, myself, and Tomb. Uh, let me see. The first Tomb TV that I was ever mentioned on was, I believe, episode four or five. And George Mahalka is, lo and behold, right there, too. <laughs> so it's a nice little callback. And also there's even a bigger connection. There is a chapter of jokes along with a cartoon in my book, Ha Ha Horror about my bloody valentine george's film so hey 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 connectioronionionis all right so let's uh, do a little rewind here i will share with you some of the uh, bad jokes that i shared with maniacs at the vampire charity ball all right real quick ones here what do you get by crossing a british sci-fi tv show and a dr seuss book Horton, here's a who. Oh, I screw that up. Let's try that again. <laughs> Sorry, maniacs. I haven't had my coffee yet. Okay. What do you get by crossing a British sci-fi TV show and a Dr. Seuss book? Horton, here's a Doctor Who. <laughs> it's still bad, even with the correction. Um, what sci-fi film features aliens quoting Canterbury Tales? Invasion of the Chaucermen. <laughs> what do you call a Spanish womanizing nobleman trapped in a sci-fi video game? Tron 1. <laughs> Ooh. 
What do you get by crossing the actor that played Barney Fife with a vampire? Don Nostratu! <laughs> a zombie came into my den. I asked it to walk and not traipse because it might rub its rotting flesh on the good set of drapes. <laughs> what actress do robots like? Adrian Barr bolted. <laughs> hey, hey. And finally, maniacs, finally. Hear about the Cajun zombie? Well, she lives in Norleans. <laughs> See what we did there, maniacs? <laughs> and until next time, you dear fiends, you Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations, you survived. For more from the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, follow Monster Matt on Twitter at number one monster matt that's the number one monster matt keep track of monster matt's conventions appearances his artwork and info on his new book ha ha horror over at his website ha ha horror found online at ha ha horror.com
creeps and ghouls. This is Tomb Dragomir from Tomb TV. And you're listening to Six Foot Plus. Then launch by the Wipeouters, a surf band which is basically Devo in Hawaiian shirts. No, seriously, that band is really Devo. It's the members of Devo. They played a surf band. Bob Casal joined his brother Gerald along with the brothers Mother's Ba in producing this release for Mutato Musica. Patang! Hey, if you want more info about the Wipeouters, uh, we covered it all in episode 67, dear listeners. So head on over to Six Foot Plus or just download episode 67 on however you listen to podcasts. It's well known that Devo embraced the Church of the Subgenius. And with all this talk about Bob on this program, we would be remiss not to play 13013 by the Amino Acids. 13013.
city, in your town, and in your neighborhood, thousands of girls are becoming rockabilly hellcats. Girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young, just in clothes from cats like us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com, and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com.
The Mummies, Uncontrollable Urge, Going Out to the Crimson Ghosts. The Ghosts are playing the Midnight Monster Hop in April, I think. April or May. Head on over to facebook.com slash midnight monster hop. That's midnight as in M-I-D-N-I-T-E and find out and find out for yourself. Are you curious as to what goes down at this midnight monster hop I always seem to be talking about? That which happens in the rotten apple of New York City at Otto's shrunken head? Perhaps you're out in Kansas. Unlikely, but there is a chance. Or maybe you're stuck on the other side of the world and you'd like to know what exactly goes down every last Saturday of the month at this tiki bar of sorts. Well, if you can't be there in person, you can get the next best thing. Head on over to phantomcreep.com and listen to Phantom Creep Radio. Yes, it's a podcast of the live recording of what goes down at the Midnight Monster Hop featuring all the characters and creatures from Phantom Creep Theater. Over at phantomcreep.com, you can hear the episodes for January's Lux Lives event and all the antics that went down. If by chance you're in the area and you can hear my voice, come on out to Auto Shrunken Head tomorrow, Saturday the 22nd. Sean Coleman and the Quasars, along with Barry Ryan's Rockabilly X, will be performing. Barry's from the Rockats, and if you know who they are, well, you probably are excited, or you're probably already coming out. So I will see you there as you make your way down to Otto's. In addition to the mummies, you also heard Be Stiff by Big Business. I asked Dratsum about which was his favorite cover of that song because he recently had an episode of Junk Box over at realpunkradio.com where he talked about stiff records and how the song was an unofficial theme for the label. He played a couple of covers on that show and you should go and check them out for yourself. That's Junk Boxed spelled J-N-K-B-O-X. And it can be found on iTunes, can be found wherever you find podcasts. When I asked Dratsum which one he'd recommend, he picked out Big Business. So that goes out to Dratsum. Dratsum is of the Hides, but the Hides aren't really playing as of late. So he has a new band. It's called Garwaf. G-A-R-W-A-F. I hope that's... Oh, and it's... It's pronounced with an exclamation point. So, go off. Uh, they're playing autos, I believe, for the first time I'll ever see them next Wednesday. So, head on down and say hi to Dratsum. And thank him for making that recommendation to this, our Devo Tribute episode. Speaking of recommendations... So this time around, we're talking about Charnel House Rock, due out on March 3rd from Zombina and the Skeletones. Zombina and the Skeletones are a multi-genre, multi-stylistic rock outfit from the UK. For all the information about the band, head on over to zombina.de. And if you want to stick to the good old US of A, head on over to zombina and the skeletones number onebandcampcom where you can listen and buy all their music as well as facebook.com slash Zombina and the Skeletones. So let's talk. Now, six things about Charnel House Rock by Zombina and the Skeletones. Number one, rock. Upon hearing the first track, Tonight There Will Be No Survivors, I was curious if this was going to be a Zombina and the Skeletones rock record. In the interim between their last release, the band has spun off three side projects, perhaps even more. I know of Beat Bats, White Blackula, and Doc Horror's Spooky Sounds. Similar to how forming the Dave Brocky experience allowed Guar to exercise their lingering ghosts of punk and sophomoric humor, thus giving them energy to focus on producing a string of more concentrated metal albums, I was curious if these side projects would mean that there would be a more dedicated focus on producing an album that was different from the other Zombina and the Skeleton releases. There is plenty of rock on this album, like The Fear and Walk With Me. These are leather-edged, steel-toed songs. However... Number 2. Variety 
it wouldn't really be a Zombina and the Skeletons album without a wide variety of different genres and songs. That's one of the best things about this band, their range of musical interests. On any of their albums, you might hear 50s doo-wop, 80s new wave, you know, 1930s ragtime, or even modern horror punk. Despite this variety-packed style of music selection, the albums rarely feel disjointed or so segmented. The songs flow well from one to each other. The same can be said about Charnel House Rock. There's a potpourri of styles here, but it never feels cluttered. It doesn't feel disjointed. It doesn't feel odd. Everything works. There's a 50s charm flirting with the Grand old Opry on the song City of Ghosts. A country Western song straight up with unspeakable things. Plenty of horror punk and just good old-fashioned rock and roll. As I said, the styles are different and they blend in well while maintaining the same level of high energy and fun throughout the entire album. Number 3. Time So, it's been about five years since the last album. I think it was Out of the Crypt and Into Your Heart. There was that EP in 2010, but releases are always few and far between with Zombina and the Skeletons. In fact, we first got notice of Charnel House Rock back in 2011 on our very first Halloween episode, episode 16, fittingly enough. We played Beat Gargantua, their caveman-influenced rock single. I think it might have been part of the album, but they spun it off as a 7-inch. So this album, eh, it's been a long time coming, but we're lucky to have it. It's always a good year when a Zombina and the Skeletons record graces our shelves. Number 4. Tracks In a clever move that should be lauded and perhaps mimicked, the band decided to release the physical CD with three extra tracks that cannot be found on the digital download. Ooh, enticing. Since the album isn't out yet, even I had to go and order the, the physical copy so I could eventually hear the three additional songs. Considering the time and money that the band must have invested into the production of this album, they're definitely being clever in ways of recuperating their initial investment. Plus, the band's from the UK, and shipping is such a bitch. <laughs> I don't blame them for what they've done, and I actually tip my hat to them. Number 5. Is it good? So that's the main question. Is this album any good? Yeah, yeah it is. Zombina's voice remains a powerful and great and one of the more distinctive ones in the horror music genre and it's really out to shine on this album. In fact, the whole band's on point. Doc Horror, Bender, Cal Cthulhu, well, I only got the electronic preview, eh, that's why I have to buy it myself, so I don't really know if there's been a lineup change or if they're still going by their old names. But man, their sax player, X-Ray Speck, he really stands out on the songs in this album, really, and, and the use of a horn player is one of the many reasons why Zombina and the Skeletons both stand out and stand at attention. Charnel House Rock is a great album, and one that is highly accessible. Anyone who wants to see what this band is about can just pick this up and find themselves completely prepped for their whole back catalog. Personal favorites are Mortuary Academy and The Negative Zone. We played How to Make a Monster back on our first show of 2014, so if you want to hear that brand of humor and fun that you'll get throughout Charnel House Rock, well, go on and listen to that old episode of Six Foot Plus. Number 6. Influences Lastly, Zombina and the Skeletons are not shy about referencing their influences. In fact, a lot of those side projects are just that, love letters to the different styles of music that influenced Zombina and the Skeletons and their formative years. And they are not shy about their love of the Zig, Glenn Danzig. When describing their music on their Bandcamp page, they include Danzig as a genre. And the opening track is populated with Earth AD era cries of GO! And you can even find them on Walk With Me, similar Danzig woes. It's not hard to imagine Miss Zombina rocking a Captain Harlock skull and crossbones t-shirt, her hair fashioned downward in that distinctive spike. Every time I hear that song, I feel like I have to go lift weights and then read some macabre poetry. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, another one of their influences is Devo. So while you go order your copy of Charnel House Rock, yes, this is a recommended album. Definitely go out and get it. 
Here now, a Devo-esque song from Zombina and the Skeletons. It's the B-side for their Beat Gargantua single, and it's called Future Life. Night of the Comet, and you are listening to Six Foot Plus.
and Poetry in Lotion, doing a live version of Space Junk. And that'll just wrap it up for this episode, our tribute to Devo in honor of Bob Casal's passing earlier in the week. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Go listen to some Devo. And if you don't like Devo, well then go listen to the bands who played on this show. We all can be winners. If you're all up into the Energy Dome and right now you're ordering the vinyl of new traditionalists from eBay, be sure to check out Gravedigger's Local 16 over in another tab on your browser. You can find it online at gravediggerslocal.com. Also, facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal and at GDL16 on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, tell me what you thought about this episode over at Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Let me know what you thought of this episode, what your favorite Devo song is, or whatever happens to cross your mind at the time. A new episode of Six Foot Plus will be up on iTunes, wherever you download podcasts, but most of all, at sixfootplus.com next Friday. So it's very hard to cover Devo. I tried to find someone who did a cover of this song since it's my favorite of the band. Couldn't really find one that holds a candle to the original, but this one comes close. Off of the We Are Not Devo tribute album, it's the band One Hit Wonder doing their version of Beautiful World. If you haven't at all or in a while, be sure to see the video for the song. It's one of the band's high points. Until next time, dear listener, remember, it's a beautiful world for you.
Six Foot Plus, Episode 94. It's a beautiful world. For you. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala, Ivan. Urban Graveyard Lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F T P L U S.com. Mm-hmm.